0: What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we're moving forward today with John Tan. He's the owner and founder of Aspire Limitless. John has also worked with companies like Verve Mobile and JP Morgan. John, how are you today? So great to have you on the show.
1: I'm good. Thank you so much for
0: having me today, John. Absolutely. Well, John, I only touched a little bit on that intro, and I was wondering if you could share with moving forward listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about Aspire and your career journey.
1: Yeah, so Aspire Limitless was something that I started um after I left uh Verve Mobile uh back in August. And um all this journey really started, you know, back Around three years ago I started my journey in uh, personal development mm-hmm. and I was so searching my passion and you know what I was really wanted to do for the rest of my life yeah. that aligns with my soul and values um, so after I graduated from college I started to partner with this organization called you belong mm-hmm. and I went overseas to uh, volunteer in Vietnam for about a month and while I was overseas, I got into, you know, got to explore the unknown of what the dirt world or uh, developing world is like out there. And I came to realize that life is, you know, really precious where you can't put a price tag on it. And there's so much more than just being an average person like myself who went to school, graduate from college and work at a corporate environment um, since the age of 19. And working at a 95 job until, you know, 65 or whatever, whenever, you know, I retired. And that that is a traditional mindset that the norm goes by. And that's what I was, you know, being taught growing up. And I realized this before I started working full time at my first job at a bank when I was, you know, residing at Tampa, Florida. And I, I thought going to software engineering would, you know, give me the satisfaction because I grew up with computers, video games and that was pretty much what my childhood was like uh sitting in front of the computer and playing games all day (laughs) and and i have you know no interest in anything else and i was you know terrible at english growing up uh hated reading books and math was my favorite subject in school so i came to a conclusion of you know pursuing a career that's computer related and that will you know helped me to make a lot of money but as i was going through the phases of personal development i was learning more about myself and slowly i lost passion in computer programming mm-hmm. although i spent a lot of time coding and building web application at home and i didn't have any purpose behind going down this path anymore yeah and at that time when i was away from near city living in tampa I had a girlfriend at that time and it was a long distance relationship and it wasn't an easy one for me, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and it was, you know, we went through a lot of hard times together and I've always had trouble with relationships such that, you know, being selfish and didn't take things into considerations for my partner because a lot of things matters to me in my life. Um, you know, I, I worked so hard getting, uh, good grades from school getting uh, the best jobs that pays really well so that I can help my parents because you know I grew up from a poor family
0: yeah
1: and and at the same time want you know love as well and and wealth you know love uh, health happiness th- those core elements matters in my life yeah. and I knew my relationships, relationships weren't going well and communications with my parents were um, terrible. Because you know I'm I'm really bad at Chinese, mm-hmm. so so when things aren't going the way you want it, and and things not um, being communicated, there's always going to be some breakdowns down the line there. So because of relationships, I've been through a lot of pain and frustrations and and a lack of self-esteem and personal mm-hmm. development, and I started you know reading self-help books, which is surprising because I grew up hitting reading and my yeah. mom used to force me to read and and i don't want to read but <laughs> right, right. my mom told me to do that um and one of my favorite books, you know still until this day um when i started self-help was, was the four agreements mm-hmm. and and i would re- recommend that to anyone it applies you know to every way of life
0: yeah um that's great well, John, I mean, you've had quite the journey. I mean, you started out in corporate America. I was in corporate America for a long time. A lot of our guests have been in corporate America. And it's that dichotomy where you're raised one way to think, okay, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get a job in corporate America. That defines happiness. We kind of find along the way that's not necessarily the case for everyone. And and we go through this this struggle. So, And this leads perfectly into my next question for you. So I was wondering if you could share a time with our listeners along the journey where you failed or you had a big mm-hmm. setback where things just completely fell apart for you.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I, I guess fasting forward, um, when I quit, you know, J uh, working at the bank, I left Florida. Um, I was going through, still going through personal development, um, Came across Eo Fire, Johnny Dumas,
0: uh, great guy. Yeah, we had yeah. him on the show uh, back for the fiftieth. He's he's awesome, and I've also spoken to Kate recently on the show. So both big inspirations.
1: Yeah, yeah, and 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 I was listening to you know the podcast, and along the way I was introducing to network marketing by one of my dear friend, um, who I haven't talked since middle school, and and I reached out to him about this network marketing opportunity. Um, and I was in Florida um, and I tried the products, you know, love to start getting into the business. While doing the business, I faced, you know, tons of rejections. Also have friends telling me, you know, not to do it is a premium scheme. And, and they're making, you know, you buy the products and helping them to sell it. And there's a lot of views and perspectives to look at it. And people always have their opinions. And, you know, I learned a lot of business skills and I've never done before, given that, you know, I was an engineer and, and I've done a lot of, a lot of consistent work throughout the day where, you know, I remember there's one time I, I called 14 people in a row, regardless of whether they picked up or not, I left a voicemail Yeah, <laughs> and, and I was doing a lot of, you know, contact marketing on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook where, you know, I would put up lifestyle-related posts and motivational quotes, and I actually enjoyed the process. And during this time around, um, the same friend of mine also introduced me to Landmark, um, you know, per, is a personal development and uh, professional development leadership program, and I, I was doing it for almost a year, and during this entire progress, process, I acquired valuable and tangible skill sets that... um that would read from, that you would read from, you know, self help books because they are practical when you apply your knowledge into actions. And I taught, you know, it taught me lessons of what it's like to be really truly be a human being. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And, John, and look, I mean, what was that transition like? I mean, you were yeah. in corporate America. That is such a stark transition to go from corporate America to leave that behind. What was what was the catalyst for that? What was the point at which you said, I'm not going to be doing this until I'm 65 or 75?
1: Yeah. um, I I was really sorting for opportunities out there um, from corporate America because I was seeking for ways that allows me to, to create passive income and really travel around the world. And that's, you know, when I came across uh, after network marketing, I I got into this high ticket affiliate marketing business, um, and I and it's actually not as easy as it seems to be because
0: we'll talk a little bit about that because I mean network marketing affiliate marketing Mm -hmm. a lot of people will have Mm -hmm. like you said I mean people will have connotations about it it can be uh, for some people it can be a little divisive so talk a little bit about your experiences with it and why it's not as easy as it sounds
1: yeah um, so when I got into this business um, this industry here and uh, the these gurus you know made it look so easy because they were making like thousand, um, two thousand dollars per day and hitting you know six figures in four or five months. So it almost seems like it, it is a get get rich quick thing. And by knowing the importance of having mentor who could get me from point A to point B a lot faster and quicker, you know I paid them um, twenty grand to 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 these two, two mentors who could mentor me and help me along the way because I don't want to hit you know rob- and making mistakes along the way and here's where where's the mistake here John um so I pay these mentors expecting expecting them to get me results yeah. and it's kind of like when you pay a marketing agency mm-hmm. and um or a marketing consultant and you expect them to get you results and and this is what I learned from you know Neil Patel one, one of the top internet yeah. marketers and he, he mentioned that you know paying a marketing consultant or agency can help you get certain things done but it might not get you the results that you want it and what I learned is that you can pay these marketing consultants to help you do Facebook advertising and it might work or it might not um, work Um, and marketing is all about you know testing like your campaign might not work for me or vice versa or the campaign I have done four to five months ago might not Work today, because you know people have seen the same campaign for many times, and new products have launched, and the marketing is is heading to a different direction and there's there's so many factors that comes in, into it so and I basically you know pay these folks and I expect them to get me results, but that's not always the case because you know they can get you what you need to do um, and tell you what to do and and give you a sense of direction. And the rest, you, you have to pretty much figure out on your own and, and do the testing on your own on your end. And and one of the mentors was one, one of the time he he mentioned that, you know, results are not guaranteed and everything comes down to your own effort. And I, I didn't get what he meant until I started realizing that all these things I was chasing after was a fantasy. Yeah. And I started to realize that these people who who make that much money in, in a short amount of time was because... They already have built that reputation right. and have been in an industry for about four or five years already, and some even more. And they have a huge email list. You know, they they have an audience and followers for a period of time, and they have product launches every year. And, and John, I I was so dedicated to this business here to create you know passive income in in a short four or five months like these people, so so that I can travel. Because that that's one of my passion and, and I always reflect my life back to the time when I was travelling overseas to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Um and I was so dedicated to the point that, you know, I started to come to work late and leaving work early because my heart isn't focusing at work anymore. Yeah. And and I lost focus and and passion on engineering and I, I wasn't even present anymore. So I had to be honest, you know, with my superior at work because you know, I'm I'm very honest, and I built myself and my life around integrity, and and I got laid off before I even attempted to resign. Wow! So, the during the process, of, I mean, how
0: did I mean? How did you how did you feel? I mean, how did you react? I mean, knowing that you were going to resign, but getting that that layoff notice at that moment,
1: it it was kind of kind of a I, I knew it was coming, but it, it wasn't a good feeling. Yeah. Um. But definitely, it, it wasn't something that I prepared myself for. Um, so it it's definitely um, a, a new challenge for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. For
1: sure. Absolutely.
0: Well, John, uh, I mean, one of the reasons why I'm so excited to have you on the show, and, and we connected on LinkedIn, and the first thing that pops up, about you, John, is your headline. I mean, most people will put their titles in their LinkedIn profile, but you have a statement, a mission statement that, and I'm going to read it out for Moving Forward listeners, you're obsessed with serving and giving while practicing emotional intelligence. So talk a little bit about that. I mean, when did the light bulb go off for you? And when was that moment where things just started to click? Because you've been on this journey, you spent time in corporate America. You've you've yeah. also tried to to branch out into uh, into being more of an entrepreneur. So you know, talk a little bit about that. Sure, sure.
1: So you you know what Steve Jobs said. You know, you can't connect the dots looking forward. Yeah, you can only connect the dots looking backward. Mm-hmm. So so you have to trust the dots that will somehow show in the future. Like we said. And and everything starts to make sense because everything I went through in my journey was really an experience, an experiment. And all failures are lessons. And I basically went through, you know, different opportunities and doing a lot of trying and errors and experimenting what I really want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um and Throughout the process in, in internet marketing, I realized that as as I was going through um, the mentorship that my mentors have shown me about business, and they gave me training on sales, and as I was going through this training, um, joining Belfast Self Training, Straight Line Persuasion, I realized that, you know, sales... You, you can do a lot with sales, and we basically do selling. Mm-hmm. We we sell in all, every way in life, whether in business and relationships. Um, you know, whether you ask, uh, you know, a significant other out for a date, or um, asking someone to marry you. You know, that's the type of selling. And I I didn't really.
0: It's interesting you say that, John, because for some people sales has sort of a sleazy uh, uh connotation to it, but it's important. And how do you define sales, John? Yeah,
1: to me, sales is more um giving value yes. for others in exchange for for money. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and and I think the key word is giving value. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's important. So talk a little bit about that. I mean, like, when did this realization come to you?
1: Yeah, when I was doing internet marketing, um, like I said, my my mentors, they point out, that I need to do sales. I
0: should be doing so. And how did you react to that? Like when for someone who was in computer yeah. programming, for someone who, like you said, I mean, you didn't you weren't that crazy about reading and and uh, you know maybe I think you had mentioned communication skills were not always your strong suit. So when you yeah. hear the word sales for the first time, what was your reaction to that?
1: It made me realize that I need that that's the reality I need to face yeah. in any way, you know, all areas in life. Including specifically in business, um, because sales is the driving revenue in business. Yeah. Um, and you know, like, and at this point, you know, in as while I'm in this, in this business, I don't have a choice but to hustle and make money online using you know all the knowledge they have taught me and everything else. I've learned on my own, so I, so I started providing you know marketing service online and helping people increase conversions and sales through marketing consulting and coaching, um, and I help them to strategize you know what they exactly need to take their business to the next level, and I start doing you know this solo ad business, which is email marketing. Um, for for those who are not familiar with solo ads, it's basically you know it's a one time email blast that you buy from vendors and that has created a list of people they have collected. So let's say you want to buy a 100 clicks from me and I can charge, you know, from around 45 cents to a dollar per click. And, you know, I, I would put your landing page URL, um, which goes to, through your funnel to, to this click tracking software called Click Magic to track the number of clicks that is promised to be delivered to you. And I would have, you know, different landing page from different clients inside rotator. Then I would send multiple emails per day to my email list um, about the offer I have from this list. And as I was building my list of, you know, buying clicks from other vendors, so, I could sell them to other online marketers, and I, sh- I start realizing, you know, there's, this uh, along the process, it's really interesting, and this, and I pretty much starting re- to realize that there, there was a lack, lack of responsiveness from the people on my list. and uh,
0: interesting, yeah, yeah. yeah so if you start identifying sort of the uh, one market need, and then identifying another as you're getting into it,
1: yeah. Yes. And, and if you think about it, you know, they're, they're not just clicks. They're, they're real human beings. Sure. And,
0: absolutely. I think, and then, I think that is so important to emphasize for moving forward listeners. I mean, you know, uh, whether you're a listener to a podcast where you're, you're reading a blog where you're clicking on a link, I mean, there's an individual, there's a person with needs, wants, aspirations on that end. So I think that's really important that you're pointing out, John.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I'm start asking these questions to myself, like what, what I, what am I doing? Why are you selling solo ads? And, and and the answer was to make profit back from, from what I've lost. Right. I I invested myself to other mentors to teach me these, um, Mm. this business and and to how to do internet marketing from someone who, who never done internet marketing before. Um, and answer was, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm like no this this doesn't align with my soul and values. So yeah. so I immediately stop myself because there's so many ways to make money online and and I don't want to be, you know, sh- shooting emails for of, you know, make money online offers to my list every single day and I'm sure my list receives, you know, tons tons of these same or similar emails from other vendors. And you can tell as you keep on testing it because they they haven't been as responsive as they used to be like five years ago and that was you know when solo ads was really doing really well at that time and and those who really do really well with their list is because they take care of their list and they have product launches of their own all the time and that was a way to keep your you know their their list fresh and yeah i mean in in other
0: words engaging building a relationship right
1: right exactly yeah,
0: yeah, I think that's really important. And for Moving Forward listeners, I mean, if you are going into any entrepreneurial venture, whether you're going in as a uh, online marketer or if you're launching a product or service, I mean, key takeaway here is know your mission know your what it is that drives you and for john it's giving value while practicing emotional intelligence but also remember you're cultivating a relationship you're not just trying to buy links you're just you're not just trying to drive click-throughs or listens or whatever it is i mean you need to cultivate the relationship that's how you grow a business and that's how we all move forward together so john thank you so much for sharing that Absolutely, thank you so much. John, are you ready for the Knowledge Burst session? Yeah. Uh, this is where our guests share three game-changing resources and tips so that our listeners can be inspired to move forward. Now, John, I know you you already named a great book earlier on, but uh, I'm gonna ask you, do you have any other sources that you'd like to talk about? A movie, book, song, and cultural experience. You talked about your, your uh, trip to Vietnam. Anything you'd like to share with our listeners that inspired you to move forward?
1: Yeah, I recently finished this book called The One Thing. not sure if you heard about it. Yeah, it's it's a book about productivity. And the idea is to focus on the one thing in all your life, Um, whether it is, you know, relationship, wealth, health, happiness. And I started to follow this mantra they mentioned until – which is, you know, they said, until my one thing is done, uh, everything else is a distraction. Mm. So I just follow by, you know, this statement every time it, it reminds me whether I was doing something else away from what I put down on my
0: goals for. Well, that's great. John, recommend if you have one. Do you have a favorite app, website, or productivity practice that has proven to be a real game changer for you? Uh, yes. Headspace. Ah, talk a little bit about headspace. Yeah. Uh,
1: headspace is, is what I rely on every single day. Um,
0: after I wake up
1: early in the morning, I, uh, go directly towards to my meditation.
0: Um, so explain to our listeners exactly what headspace is.
1: Yeah. Headspace is is a meditation app Mm -hmm. is a guided meditation app it's so so meditation is what really changed my life and empowers my mind you know every day because it helps me to strengthen my mind and focus to start off the day and empty the dots yeah so it, it really you know helped me to move forward and 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 really um become more productive throughout the day yeah, that's and that's great. a great tool for for my mind
0: That's awesome. And uh, I think you've answered to the next question. But, uh, John, it sounds like meditation is something that you use to recharge your batteries or reboot when you're up against the wall where you hit a roadblock. Tell us uh, a little bit about how you discovered meditation. I know for some of our listeners and myself included, I mean, meditation is, is not something that comes naturally. And for some of us, you know, trying it out for the first time, we can be a little resistant to it. So talk a little bit about how you discovered it in your life and how you've been able to integrate it as part of your daily routine
1: yeah i uh, started my meditation back in um when i was living in tampa um i was really f- trying to learn myself and understand the importance of life and so i went to a meditation retreats um, i've done yoga and and done a lot of different practices and experiments um and i find Meditation to be really helpful for me as I start going every week, every single week. Um,
0: was it hard for it you two years in the beginning ago to to try to? I know for some people it can be a little bit of a struggle, and sometimes yeah. people can find it a little frustrating. Yeah,
1: it. I, I i was I was more of a curious person who who want to understand meditation. Oh, that's great. Um, and it it was hard when I was. uh, you know getting into it because I I was I was feeling my back was having a little bit painful um and 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 I didn't know what that was and I just noticed that hey I it, it was just the beginning and and I'm just starting to get get into it so I start you know let's uh reading the books uh, beginning Zen the, the Zen meditation books yes so I started reading those and and trying to understand meditation and really um, get a grasp of what meditation can do for for me and my life and and my mindset as i go through go through the practice of it um and for many years you know i I got into the habit of staying up late and waking up early which which is terrible and and if you you know study a lot of successful people in this world they tend to go to bed early and wake up Early, yes, and preferably, part,
0: you know. Yeah, uh, you mentioned John Lee Doom he he talked about that on my interview with him, and that he goes to bed very, very early, and then starts his day extremely early as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so I'm making this shift in my life uh, to get into that habit, so sure. I can you know make sure I have about uh, seven hours of sleep.
0: Very important, very sleep important. Cycle. Yeah, and John, those are great knowledge bursts. Thank you so much for sharing those with moving forward listeners. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. John, we're going to do a little time travel now, so we're going to go back about five to 10 years and I want you to think about a time where maybe you were struggling or going through a transition period. What is one lesson, tip, or piece of advice that you would give your younger self that you wish you had known then?
1: I would say keep yourself having an open-minded mm-hmm. and try not to be cynical and and don't be afraid to you know experiment because a lot of people are afraid of to try out new things and so when when you look back in your life and you you would want to be the person who who would be able to say you know i'm 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 glad i did and not i wish i'd had
0: yeah and how do you think all right so here's the flip side question how do you think your younger self would have reacted to hearing this advice that's that's a really good question (laughs) so like like first of all this this slightly older version of of you is like hey he kind of looks familiar kind of looks like me i don't know Uh, and he's giving me this advice about being open-minded like how how do you think your younger self would have responded
1: i think i would respond to it in a way that he he could be right or he could be wrong but i would uh we'll we'll still keep keeping my ears
0: open yeah That's good. And how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about the work that you're doing?
1: Um, I can be connected on
0: uh, my Facebook page, uh, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And John, we're going to have you close out the show. This is something I'm doing in 2017. So far, it's worked out really great. Using no more than three or four words, what parting wisdom would you like to pass on to Moving Forward listeners? Action is what counts. Action is what counts. I love it. John, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today to share your journey and your knowledge bursts so that our listeners can move forward. Thank you. And Moving Forward listeners, remember you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.